here's a story from the world. There is a lot of focus on migrants arriving at the U.S.-Mexico border. There is also another group of people trying to enter the U.S., refugees, people fleeing danger from abroad who apply for resettlement in the U.S. All of this is done in coordination with the U.N. Far fewer have been resettled here in recent years. President Trump drastically cut the number of refugees allowed into the U.S. Biden promised to restore the program immediately, but he hasn't. The world's Monica Campbell reports on what this means for refugee families. I first talked to Kaijian Etienne while he was on the road. Yeah, I'm driving, but still we can't, you know, we can't talk. He's hauling auto parts to Flint, Michigan, across state lines in a big white freight truck. Today, uh, 450. 450 miles before heading home to Columbus, Ohio, the first place Etienne has settled down in, well, a long time. Etienne is 28, and much of his life has been on the move. He was born in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Well, I left Congo when I was three years old. When he was three, when his family fled civil war. After many years in a refugee camp in Rwanda, Etienne was allowed into the U.S. about seven years ago. His brother eventually came too. My mom and the rest of the family were supposed to come. His mom and siblings had been approved to enter the U.S., but Donald Trump became president and decided to take in far fewer refugees. He also banned many applicants from Muslim and African countries. So Etienne's mom has waited from a crowded refugee camp in Rwanda, like thousands of people worldwide. President Joe Biden gave Etienne's family hope in February. I'm approving an executive order to begin the hard work of restoring our refugee admissions program to help meet the unprecedented global need. Biden's campaign promise was to admit 125,000 refugees during his first year in office. Things look so certain that more than 700 refugee flights were booked to the U.S. recently. But now everything's on hold because Biden hasn't yet signed the document that makes the changes official. So those flights have been canceled. Trump's limits remain in place and U.S. officials have yet to explain why. That's frustrating families waiting for loved ones and people who work to welcome new refugees to the U.S. What's happening? You know, if it is a political consideration, the important thing to keep in mind is real people who have already been suffering for so long are going to continue to suffer. Angie Plummer runs Community Refugee and Immigration Services, a nonprofit in Columbus, Ohio. The group helps new refugees settle in the U.S., Plummer's colleagues were busy getting jobs lined up and apartments ready and furnished for newcomers who they thought would be here by now. She believes the Biden administration wants to allow in more refugees. And so I have no doubt that they want to support the program. I just don't know what's happened, if this is a political calculation because of the border. But I'm hopeful there'll be some transparency and we'll find out soon. The State Department didn't grant me an interview, but a spokesperson stressed that the government is committed to rebuilding the refugee program. U.S. officials have also denied that the delay has anything to do with the increasing number of migrants arriving at the U.S.-Mexico border. As for Kajen Aitian, the truck driver, his mom in Rwanda feels stranded. Etienne includes me in one of his regular calls home. His mom, Makuba Wajana Kandenzi, says she hoped to be in the U.S. with her sons by now. 
Etienne sent me a photo of his mom. She's 58, smiling, wearing a long red and yellow dress. She lives with thousands of other Congolese in the refugee camp in small brick homes. Etienne wires cash to her and his siblings for food, clothing, the basics. And while we talk, we hear a group of kids walk by her window. She says many families at the camp are expecting to go to the U.S. soon. She wants to deliver a message to President Biden. Etienne translates for her. First of all, to thank him, the fact that he's willing to bring people in to change their lives and, you know, to wish him a good life. The call is hung up due to insufficient balance. The call then ends abruptly. The phone just uh, went off because of the money. $10 gets him 35 minutes on a prepaid call to his mom's old flip phone. He'll keep paying for those calls until they're all reunited in the U.S. At some point, he hopes. He's written to State Department officials for updates and answers, but no word yet. So he and thousands of others like him wait. For The World, I'm Monica Campbell.